0: ready to light that fire by doing the things that make you come alive? Welcome to Health Raisers, a podcast for wise women. I'm your host, Dr. Nadine. I left a soul-crushing medical career full of bad news and evolved into a joyful health integration coach, helping hundreds of women find their health You're more than your dress size. Stop putting up with toxic relationships, swallowing your true emotions, and sacrificing your mental health. Stop using your body as a battlefield. You're always giving. You deserve to put yourself first, not just for your sake, but for those you love. Wise women, Let's make ourselves a priority right now. It's time to raise some health together. If you're ready to take the first step, visit npkhealthintegration.com and take the free questionnaire to assess where you are in your health journey right now. And if you're ready to take a bolder step into possibility with your health journey, email me at npk at npkhealthintegration.com to learn more about classes and coaching. Today, my guest is Dallas Fuentes, and I am so happy that Dallas is with us. She's a gerontologist, a transition, transformation, and life design coach, and a teacher of the Pilates method of body conditioning to adults over 60. So, my people, welcome, Dallas. How are you? I'm great, great, and great to be here. I am honored. And I cannot wait to get started. So you you and I have had the ability to connect via podcasting and I have much respect for the work that you do and your passion and dedication to keeping us women healthy beyond what we hear and see um, about our health when we're younger. And I I love. The fact that you are we're aligned in terms of evolving and thinking about what's next and how can we reshape the idea of being healthy. Um, so, my first question for you is: When I say healthy, healthy woman, what does that mean to you? What does that look like?
1: It looks like self love and not feeling guilty of putting self first. It means paying attention to what you authentically need. And that was prescribed that what you think you should need. So self-health is really being in touch with who you are and defining what's important to you in terms of lifestyle, how you want to spend your time, identifying what feeds you. And that could be totally different from what your neighbor does, your sister does. And really just keying in on not feeling uh, the need to follow the herd when designing your health track your health life, your health plan.
0: How did you come to this definition? Because it's certainly not the normal narrative.
1: I'm a contrarian by nature. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, with everybody, if you see the herd here, I'm going in the opposite direction. Okay. So it's just my nature not to follow the path. Definitely not one for groupthink. How do
0: you think the narrative of the herd-like narrative that we are being fed in in the diet and exercise industry is helping or harming us as a collective of women. Well,
1: I think the shift now is becoming a personalized health. They're realizing that there is not one size fit all in anything. But certainly not in healthcare and, and what people need. So it's taking a minute, but we're, the shift is happening. You're seeing it now even in boutique style practice. Uh, the medical community is realizing, you know, well, this is broken and we really need to just paradigm shift and get this right. So um, it's happening and, and we have to demand it.
0: What has led you to advocate for the later stages in life or aging with grace? With health, rethinking about reframing the way we look at aging.
1: Well, I've um my best friend was like in her eighties when I was in my forties. Mm. And then I had a whole crew of elder babes that I knew from church. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they they were old Harlem. I mean, they would sit back and say when Harlem was vogue, I mean, I don't have to flip through a magazine. These ladies could sit down and tell me some stories. And um, they had so much swag and grace and and I loved them and I admired them and hoped that, you know, that I would age as well as they did. And then when I started teaching Pilates, I ended up teaching a group of senior women for five years. And then at that point, I said, if I had uh, launched a pilot study and really, you know, came up with some um, uh, hypotheses that I could just apply to see how effective Pilates was, I would have had something that I could really state was evidence-based, but uh, I didn't do, I thought about that after the fact, but um so I, I sort of just gravitated to teaching older people and was really impressed with the vitality and um, the grit and a desire to stay strong. And at that point I said, well, you know what, I'm just going to create a little niche for whatever I do for this community. And, and then I decided to go back and get my master's in gerontology because it just made sense since I was, you know, had decided that this would Be my niche. And uh, that's how that all started. And I was in my 40s then, and I'm now 63. So I'm in that stage where, you know, this thing about the health and well being is critical because, uh, as you know, I'm interested in the 100 year life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not a 100 year old where you're not active, you're not engaged. That's not the way we're doing. The boomers are not going out like that. So uh, at this juncture, health is key. Whatever worked, you stick with whatever did not work. You map out a plan for something that will. So mm-hmm. this is inciting times for health and, and wellness. For sure.
0: I love everything you just said. So much of it resonated with me. I, like you, have had very positive uh, experiences early on in my life with my elders. It's cultural. It's a lot of who I hung out with, mother's friends, my maternal grandmother who lived with us and brought, um, helped bring us up before her, my great-grandmother. So I've always had this affinity and deep respect for um, our elders, um, the women, and the wisdom and the stories that they share and how they take care of themselves and how they take care of family and community. Um, And it sounds like in your story, Again, finding so much commonality. I would like to ask you next, because I think it's pretty seamless to hear about healthy community from you. You've started to kind of talk about it a little bit with hanging out in church and in other spaces with these elders who inspired you. So, what has that meant to you to be a healthy woman within a larger community? And how do they balance each other
1: out? Yeah, well, one has to. since I am a Pilates instructor, I'm in health and wellness. I have to definitely practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I have to keep it together, you know, just to be authentic. And it's nice to be able to model mm-hmm. for people, you know, not just talk it, but live it. And uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and just be a uh, real life example of, of what healthy aging looks like. You know, most people say that I don't look like I'm sixty-three. And um that just really began but I can began working out in my twenties. So it's been a long time of physically being physically active and uh, you know, trying to eat well. And then eating well, you know, that's again personal. Everyone doesn't have to be a vegetarian or eat plant based, which is what I do. You know, you can choose you can um choose good food. Mm -hmm. The best cuts of meat if you eat meat, the best cuts that you can afford. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get that free-range chicken if you eat chicken, and you could really watch the portions and really back off the sugar, because that is a problem. So, um, you know, it's about being an example of wellness and wholeness, and not just physically well, but psychologically well.
0: And now, here's an ad from our sponsor. In the mood for coffee, tea, yummy pastries, or cool swag? My friends at Infusco have got you covered. Infusco Coffee Roasters is a cozy neighborhood coffee joint in Sawyer and St. Joseph, Michigan. Infusco stands for a healthy community. They craft irresistible seasonal drinks, sourcing local artisans' products. The flavors shine from quality ingredients, and their beans are roasted on site They do not hide behind tons of sugar. Every time I go, I'm greeted by my name with a smile. Bad service is just non-existent. It feels like stepping into a friend's living room. They keep it personal. Old school eclectic coffee mugs on the wall, fun merch, including stickers designed by artists, T-shirts, and sweatshirts. It's the perfect place to get to know your neighbors and chat with tourists you will always find people deep in conversation special events keep it fresh community health the heart of sawyer that's in fusco i hope to meet you there so take me on a little journey of yours of what your relationship with health and wellness have been like over time, as you mentioned, you started becoming very physically active in your 20s and you're still physically active. Um, So how has your relationship shifted and modified and evolved with time? Well,
1: at one point uh, I had uh, gained 60 pounds. I was weighing 182 pounds my frame i'm not i'm I'm petite so that's a lot of weight for someone with a small frame mm-hmm. uh, i had gotten married and each year you know i was getting wider and wider and wider and and i live in in new york city in in, a, in, a, in an apartment building in a walk up mm-hmm. meaning no elevator mm-hmm. and um It got to be like I was hauling a ton of bricks because I live on the top floor. Mm. (laughs) And um, I was like, this something's got to give. But what was the real sinker is that I had went to a um, for a medical checkup annual screening. And then I got on the scale and then the nurse said, you weigh a hundred and eighty two pounds and it was like she had a megaphone and everybody in the office heard that and that was such mm. a such a, a wake-up call mm. so I said, mm, okay <laughs> and then I heard my, Best friend of my mom talking about how much weight I gained they didn't know I mean I was turning a corner and they were sitting in the kitchen mm. they were saying yes Dallas has really gotten so poor. so that really was like I didn't say they they did not know that I heard them but I needed to hear that and then that was it something clicked and I remember it was in a, it was April I don't uh, and um, I had gotten a, a tax refund. and I said, what am I gonna do with this money and the thought came join a gym. And the minute I did that, that was it. All I could do was work on the treadmill because I was very heavy and you did the labored breathing and, and the joints and all that. But once I started moving, it was like magic. People didn't even recognize me because it just fell away because I wasn't uh, a heavy person to begin with. But but being sedentary in the marriage and just, just you know, so content in eating. Mm. But once I began to move, it just uh, shed. And uh, that was in my 20s, late 20s, early 30s. And then that was it. I mean, it never came back. I never went back. So uh, that's, and I was always healthy. You can, you can be overweight and not have any health problems other than it not being great for your structure and your respiratory Mm -hmm. Because I didn't smoke, I didn't drink, I didn't Mm -hmm. do any of that. I just ate too much. Mm -hmm. And I was sedentary. But once I began to move and movement, I mean, you don't have to go to a gym. Just move, just walk, ride a bicycle, any of that.
0: What else did you notice besides the obvious uh, physical uh, ramifications of movement? How else were you finding benefits after you lost that weight?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I always had an upbeat personality and an optimistic outlook look. So there wasn't any, there was never any shaming or self hate about that. It was just, Mm -hmm. you know, I I have always been proactive with my life. So I said, just get in gear, do it. Mm -hmm. And then that was it. So, uh, and then it was inspiring for others to see that. See, people are always watching you, they don't say anything, but people watch how you run your life. Mm. And then just based on that and how th- it wasn't a yo-yo thing where, you know, 10 pounds off 20, mm-hmm. you no, know, once it was gone, it was gone and it never came back. But it, it launched me into a fitness career.
0: Mm. Okay, okay. So it helped uh, take you down that path. So you said that you were when you were doing that, when you were eating, you were sedentary, you were uh, in marriage, and you were feeling like what I'm inferring is that it was rewarding for the time when you were in uh, engaging in loving to eat. So what did you when that goes away? What is it? What do you replace it with? How else did you find uh, joy and connection? in your marriage?
1: You know, uh, just joy in my projects. I think, you know, I just said, well, you know what, I I, I will, um... once I started going to the gym and, and, and taking the classes or really just working out, I'm really, even though I teach classes, I, I work, I train alone. I like to train alone. Mm. And um, I was in there with the men, you know, pumping the iron. Mm-hmm, <laughs> 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 so, uh, and I think, I recall that the, the people in the gym were so amazed at the transformation that they asked me if I wanted to teach classes if I wanted to work there. That's how, <laughs> how dramatic that that became. <laughs> but then uh, I was uh, weight training for a while and then I, I kind of wanted to do something different. So I found a um, a DVD on Pilates and I didn't know what that was. And I said, oh, this is, sounds interesting. And then I just took it from there. And, um, and I've been working out ever since.
0: So it sounds like in the journey to weight loss, you found that passion, that spark, and the working out and the movement and being in that environment helped you connect more to your purpose. And so you started to feel maybe more mentally and emotionally and I, I know your baseline, you said, is already optimistic, but it, it boosted it even more. So that movement and doing what you were doing uh, were reward enough. Am I getting that
1: right? It was, It was just something new to mm. do. A new challenge. Let's try this. I mean, every year, every theme, every decade, you know, I'm a chameleon. Every decade, I'm doing like like the podcasting. I mean, uh, last year that hadn't occurred to me to even try that. I like to learn. I'm a lifelong learner. Like mm. uh, I, I I preach to my my gerontology folks, and that's part. Life is 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 you evolve. At least I evolve, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 that's how I live. Again, you won't find me in the same groove five years from now. I mean, I'm always developing, exploring. So so. The weight loss led to another field of activity, another interest. It was a creative endeavor.
0: I love how that uh, sounds so key to you, how, how important that is to you, that you embrace change and newness in the spirit of being a lifelong learner, um, what has surprised you along your health journey?
1: Well, uh, the variety that I, I, I need variety because I've, I've done Pilates, I've done pole dancing recently. I I started rollerblading. So
0: fantastic.
1: <laughs> I like to mix it up. I like to mix it up, but, but strength is strength and you can challenge that by trying different things. I mean, I, I did a, a little a bit of running, but it, 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 uh, was too painful on my shins. I was mm-hmm. getting shin splints too much. Mm-hmm. So I said, "This is not my activity." But uh, I was running at six point two miles around Central Park on a regular, so I, I could do it. But it, it just—you have to know what activity is right for you. I mean, I'm not—I don't want to be a wounded warrior, you know, doing a six point two like three times a week, and then my shins are killing me. So that didn't make sense.
0: That's a really important point you bring up. It's like there's no, coming back to that idea of there's no one size fits all, which I completely agree with. And it's why I do the work that I do. um, And with my health coaching and with the yoga, is not forcing the body, the mind, the individual into a prescribed um, regimen. Rather, you shape. What works for you, and you stay curious. As time passes, things do shift, um, and so you continue to find new ways to move, new ways that work for you, and not force yourself. Like I don't like the no pain, no gain. I think that's nonsense. Uh, it's it's absolute nonsense. I wish we could strike it from our uh, zeitgeist, but I I do believe it's more about. You should challenge yourself. Absolutely. No strain, no gain. But be curious about how that is going to change and shift as your body changes and shifts, as your circumstances, as your life changes and shifts. Stay open, stay curious um, to find new ways to remain a wholly healthy woman. Does that make sense?
1: Totally, totally, and 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 that should be the approach. Mix it up. You know what you did in your twenties is old hat by forties, mm-hmm. and then you know what you did in your forties may not serve your sixties. I mean, mm-hmm. there's other things. You know, you may you at sixties it should be more structurally, let's let's get the structure together. Am I doing the resistance training? You know, am I working on posture? You know, how's my breath work going?
0: So it comes back to the top of the hour when you mentioned self-love. Uh, I've You know, self-love, self-study, being curious about who you are in this moment and what you need. So Dallas, I think that really brings us into this question I've been dying to ask you, which is based on the wonderful human you are, What is a question you have for the women in the audience in our virtual living room today about their health?
1: What will you design for the next stage of your life, your life fitness? What will you design that you, based on all the years you've been training... Perhaps there's a modality you want to try. Perhaps you even want to teach and lead.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Dallas. It meant a lot. Glad
1: to to be here and thank you for the invitation.
0: Wise women, stop using your body as a battlefield. Move from last place to first place in your life. Let's raise health together. Take the first step and visit NPKHealthIntegration.com for a free health questionnaire. Ready for more? Email me at NPK at NPKHealthIntegration.com to learn more about classes and coaching. And let's start a conversation. Thanks for listening and taking this time for yourself. See you next time.